Christos Anesti, Christus Surexit, Christ is risen. Whatever language on this night the Church throughout the world proclaims the resurrection, it changes everything. And the great challenge placed before us on this night is to let that profound change enter into our hearts and make a difference. Because it's all too easy for us just to let this day pass by. Because we've seen it so many years before. Time and again we celebrate Easter and it will never have the meaning it should have for us unless we profoundly enter into its mystery. The Church gives us 50 days from today to begin to explore what the mystery of this profound event is that barely scratches the surface. It takes more than 50 days. It takes more than a lifetime. It takes an eternity to understand and enter deeply into the mystery of the resurrection. But in order to at least begin to fathom it, we have to try to understand what life is like without Christ. The readings that we've heard so far during this vigil begin with that incredible story of God reaching out and entering into an act of creation that made everything. And that God saw that it was good and he delighted in it. The reading we didn't have tonight is the story of how it went profoundly wrong and it was in very large part our fault. And so that all of creation, but in particular the human race, entered into a state of radical alienation from God and alienation from this world and alienation from one another and alienation from one's own self. It's an experience that all of us, to one degree, are touched by. But to really understand the profound depths of what that alienation was like, please God, none of us will ever feel. Because that's damnation. To be utterly cut off from God, from this world, from one another and from oneself, and for it never to stop. That is hell. And the story that we've heard tonight in these readings is that God could not stand that we stay there. And by his own grace and mercy, he reached out. 
And he began this long, age-long process of reaching out to human beings and to inviting them to return to him step by step, generation after generation, by coming to a people and saying to them, Abraham, will you be with me? Israel, will you be with me? Will you let me show you a different way to live, a way of communion with me? And they spurned him. They rejected the Lord. And yet that didn't stop him. Time and again, through the prophets, he reaches out to the people of Israel and says, will you please come to your senses and understand who I am and what I have to offer you? Will you please accept me? And as we know in the fullness of time, the Lord himself entered into this experience by taking on our human nature and coming to his people finally in the fullest expression of himself. And they rejected him. They spurned him. Though not all. And out of that tiny band of followers, through the power of the resurrection that they experienced on this night, and in the days to come, that small group of disciples transformed the world because they opened for all of us in the church a way to salvation, a way to enter into communion, to restore the breach that had happened, to destroy the alienation that each of us individually and all of us as a race experienced. The power of the resurrection is about more than just a human being, God made man, returning to life. It's about a whole new experience of entering into communion with the divine life that is now for us. The ancient theologians said that God became man so that man might become God. This night, the resurrection of Jesus is the doorway through which we, by the power of the church and its sacraments, enter into that divine life and become, become one with God. That is amazing. And if we do nothing else tonight, let us resolve not to take it for granted, never to lose the awe and wonder that Easter brings us, that God has done this for us, and that his gift of eternal life to us is sure and certain if we but accept it. So let us resolve to do so. And tonight especially, we make that resolve by renewing the vows that were made for most of us when we were quite young in baptism. And tonight the church invites us to renew those vows, to claim them, 
and to take to ourselves the responsibility to live our lives differently because we are Christians. And in the power of that faith, to know the great promise God has given us and the great mission we have been given to make this good news known in the world, a world that has gone so far astray and needs us to bring to it the light of Christ.